Someone asked me last night on WhatsApp why no one was paying attention to their press releases. So we hopped on a call and here was the problem. They're a tech firm working on some seriously good ideas for electric cars. I spoke to them before, but it took me 10 minutes to work out what their story actually was. Could you be making the same mistake too? Good morning. It is Monday the 26th of June and you're listening to the Public Relations Podcast. This week, I'm actually off to Greece with my work colleagues and I'm going to be giving them a bit of a talk on branding and speaking on Wednesday. So instead of a full episode this week, I'm going to be running some bite-sized chunks most of the days this week if I can make sure I find a few minutes to record them. And I'd love to know what you think of them because perhaps this could be a way for the Public Relations Podcast to move into the future. If you are signed up to the newsletter, you already know how to reach me. If not, you can reach out to me on social media on LinkedIn at Richard Midson or that PR chap on Twitter, or one word, that PR chap. Right. To avoid you having to work out what that tech company was talking about, they're doing some amazing things, right, with the chemistry in electric car batteries. But that was about all I could make out. And after talking to them, and this happens so often, I realized that the story was that they were actually making car batteries that last longer and take you further distances. Now that to me is the story, but it wasn't what they were putting out. Now, if they were trying to reach some kind of chemistry journal or mechanics journal, that would journal, that would have been fine, but they weren't. They were trying to reach the general public and the general news audience. And those journalists are not interested in the chemistry, or at least not at first. If you can get past the first bit, they might well be. You know, they want to know what it's going to do for their audience. And that needs to be the top line, not the chemistry, not the mechanics. It's got to be, well, that it does make batteries last longer. It does improve electric cars. That's the line. The chemistry then explains it. Here's an example, actually. I spotted on the Dyson website the other day two weeks ago, actually, I think it was. And the story they clearly wanted to get across was that they were recruiting engineers and coders. So they were looking for new people to go and join them. But if they'd written that, that's a pretty boring headline for a story, isn't it? Particularly for a press release. If you say Dyson recruiting, it's like, okay, exciting brand, but so what? That would have certainly sent me, if I'd received that as a press release in a newsroom, that would have made me send that off to the advertising department because if they want coverage for a job advert, well, they can pay for it, can't they? Now, here are the words they actually used at the top of the item they had on their website. Dyson gives a glimpse of secret robot prototypes which appear to carry out household chores. Now, that's a completely different story, or at least it sounds like it. You know, I mean, I, I've got a robot vacuum cleaner and I love it, but that is a news story. It's not an advert. What are Dyson working on? Yet when you open up the story and you read the first few lines, and it does indeed talk about that, but then it very quickly moves on to the fact that they're recruiting people to help deliver this, to deliver this vision of the future. So it's all in the context. They're not misleading anyone by putting this story out there. But at the hook, was a damn sight better than saying we're recruiting some people. So if you're going to sit down and write a press release today, forget, first of all, about what your organization is doing and think about what it means to journalists and to the public that they're trying to reach. Why would they be interested? If you're trying to reach a general news audience, then you've got to make it something that is going to impact their lives. So think about how what you're doing translates to what they need or a problem that will solve for them. It doesn't matter how you're doing it. That's irrelevant at this point. It's what it does to solve it for them first. That's your top line.
So for example, if I was, uh, if I was Dyson, and I was approaching a fashion journalist, I'd be starting my press release with something like, could robots one day pick out your outfit for you? Not domestic chores. Again, I'm thinking about the audience and I'm tailoring my story to that audience. That's the message for today. A mini episode, as I say, but fear not, this is not the only one I'm going to be doing this week. I'm going to try and record one almost every day if I can fit them in. Um, tomorrow, I'm going to do another tip about press releases another episode about press releases. These are more than tips. It's a bit more description in here. About the time you first approached journalists, someone was asking me at uh, the event the other week when I was in Portugal, and they were saying, how do I best approach a journalist when I'm making a cold call? How do I reach out to them? And why is it that they're often a little bit grumpy? Well, I can tell you that because I can speak from experience why I was. So I'm going to give you a whole bunch of ideas about how to deal with that tomorrow. Also, this week's newsletter is going to be a bit shorter than normal, but I'm going to put in there a, a quick tutorial on sort of three things I think you need to do to avoid getting things wrong when you do a press release. So if you'd like to sign up for that, it's the usual URL, public the, uh, the public relations podcast, the public relations podcast.com, and you can sign up for that there. It's completely free as well. So the rule of thumb today, think about what your audience will be interested in, not what you want to say. That comes later. Ooh, I thought I'd do a motivational quote to start weeks now, because this is a Monday. I hope you like them. I, I find them quite interesting at times. So I couldn't find an exact confirmation that Estee Lauder said this, but I still think it is a great quote, particularly for people in PR and communications. And it's this, I never dreamed about success. I worked for it. That's something I'm sure you do every day. If you're subscribed, I'm playing the episodes in order. The next episode is on its way in a few seconds' time about the mood swings of journalists. If not, then I'll speak to you tomorrow.